Cross the Streams Podcast, Kip here. I know it's been a while, uh, probably a month at least, but I told you in between the uh, the end of Season 5 and the official launch of Season 6, which will probably be March, April, I was going to have some time for some one-offs, depending on how the season was going here for my men's basketball team. Um, but so I apologize, but also... I told you so. Uh, anyway, today's the launch of a brand new segment. I mean, you guys are familiar with our um, calling men in segments, with our listen up segments, with our addition on the drives. I've got a new one that I'm going to unveil today um, that'll be kind of a mini launch, not of season six, but of that particular segment, which I think is going to flow well with stuff I'm passionate about, but also some stuff we've always done on the podcast, which is hopefully make you think, make you think about how different things relate to one another, um, hence Cross the streams. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, shameless plug uh, for those of you that know me, uh, you know I've been about the last two years almost now, I've launched my own business called Teams of Men. Uh, and Teams of Men is we exist uh, to help coaches create, execute, and assess impactful curriculum that forces their players to regularly mirror train, meaning look in the mirror, examine the why, the what, who taught me of their manhood. And based upon those beliefs, what actions have they taken as men across their lives? And have they harmed others in those beliefs? And what are they willing to unlearn, marry into, buy into, etc.? cetera? Um, you know, it, it coincides with what I've always done with the character development with my, with my team here. Um, but it's something I'm helping with schools and, and players and coaches across the country of all sports, not just basketball. Um, so shameless plug, we're on TikTok now. Um, at Teams of Men on TikTok, try to give a man about seven to ten posts a week. Uh, a lot of it is just my face uh, talking about stuff, but I think they're they're the TikTok platform is great because it's so it's quick, but it's also you can get a lot of heavy impact early, and hopefully people leave thinking about topics that are on my head that we typically try to generate to help coaches think about things. So if you're a coach listening to this and you've enjoyed some of the stuff that we do on the podcast, um, head on over to Teams of at Teams of Men on TikTok uh, and check out that content as well. Uh, an example of that before we jump into the next segment I just talked about on there, the NBA trade deadline. Uh, and as a fan, right, you know, you see the moving pieces, you see points per game and PER efficiency trading from one side to the other. Um, and I think you'll hear this in your rooms of your players, especially if you're a basketball coach or if it's trade deadline for baseball or football, depending on those seasons, you'll hear your players talking the same way you might with your buddies. Oh, you know, that person's going to be fine. That's a $2 million trade exemption, blah, blah, blah. And what's gets, what gets lost in there is the humanity. Uh, and we expect these players, you know, no matter who they are and where they're at, to just be, you know, it's all part of the business. We, we like to go to that sad movie trope of it's not personal, it's business. Well, that it removes humanity and everything we're talking about deals with humans. So I really wanted to bring up, and it's an easy one for coaches to talk about in their team rooms or their film rooms this week, is, hey, X player from this team just got traded. Take away the basketball part. What is the impact of a trade on a human being? And don't tell me that, well, coach, he's got millions, he's going to be fine. Money doesn't buy happiness. And money doesn't change the fact that you, have a, you might have a family, you might have a partner, you might have kids. You're uprooting all those things. And even if you can move from mansion to mansion, that doesn't change the emotional attachment, the withdrawal you might have from uplifting and completely changing your life and your routine. And as a human being in the team room, you have friends on the team. You have, yes, you can go about and go out and shoot and play basketball for 40 minutes in a different jersey. But it will take time and it's okay for those players and those people to be, be in a certain mood and have emotion about these things. So that's just an example. You know, I think I did a better job on the TikTok than I might have done here on prompting it. But we try to prompt dialogue 
dialogue, conversation, and movement and thinking with that. So, at Teams of Men on TikTok, and now we'll get into the first segment of Flawed and Uncut. All right, we're back. Flawed and Uncut, new segment. Uh, expressing some things about me that most of the time I'm probably not going to be particularly proud of. Uh, and maybe I've identified it as an area of Kip, you know, 42-year-old Kip needs to keep improving. Can't be static, can't be stationary, can't be inelastic. Want to keep growing in all facets, right? Husband, dad, father, coach, human being, friend, brother. Um, but I think in sharing it with you guys, the audience, we can hive mind and hopefully move each other towards solutions and remedies, especially if we find commonality in some of these flaws in being uncut and raw with them um, in the sharing. Uh, so this is this is my first attempt at that, something that I've been thinking about, especially as a person that's been in charge of groups of men, 15 to 20 men a year for 12 years now. Um, and something, you know, over the course of my life, teams have always been a real constant, you know, being a part of a team in different facets, right? Obviously sports teams, obviously staff teams. When I was a teacher, you know, my staff here as a, as a coach, I have a number of assistants with me, the department, um, and obviously your team as a family, you know, in different realms of where teams live. But I've been, as I've been deep diving this and noticing some things throughout my work and trying to understand better why men are the way we are and how we can be better, it's this concept of joining. Men do a lot of joining um, around causing or reveling in another's pain. So we, we figuratively or literally circle up around a group we oppress. Uh, oftentimes the target of that's women. Oftentimes the target of that can be younger men, uh, men of a different race, demographic, special needs population. We do a lot of joining and suddenly finding quote-unquote friendship or quote-unquote brotherhood when we like when we cause other people pain and laugh about it, um, and we there's some this is some twisted sense of belonging uh, around the harm we cause these other populations, and mostly with our words and our actions. And then I was as I was thinking this, you know, flawed and uncut is about me just as much as it about helping everybody else listening. Quick quick take of my own life. I'm a storyteller. You know, if you know me, obviously you listen to me as a podcaster. I'm a storyteller. Been lucky enough to be blessed with a pretty sharp memory and the gift of adding just the right amount of embellishment. My wife right now is like, the right amount? Too much amount, she's probably saying. To keep historical accounts of things that I've experienced with people alive. And I do it with humor. Um, and it's, you know, in, in gatherings, people, you know, I'm lucky enough people listen to me tell stories. Um, but as I've done some mirror training myself, I look back on the beginnings. Where did this start? Uh, of my ability to hold sway with a group with my words. You know, before I had the whistle, right, in the title slash power of coach where, where my guys have to listen to me, or before I was a parent and while they're under my roof, right, my kids got to listen to me, I recognized that I really honed this skill as a super insecure adolescent kid. You know, what do I mean by that? I mean, I wasn't comfortable. I didn't like my braces that I had on. I didn't like the fact that I had a stutter until about 17 years old. And they can still show up sometimes when I get nervous, sometimes on the podcast and I edit it out. I didn't like my Coke rim glasses. I couldn't see a damn thing. And back then glasses before I was lucky enough to get LASIK, you know, in my 40s, I had Coke bottle rim glasses. I didn't like how skinny I was. You know, I didn't know then that I had undiagnosed anxiety, which kept me pretty jittery and, and worried about stuff. And, you know, all the way through my sheer terror as my, you know, my friends are all entering, you know, we're growing from fourth, fifth, sixth grade through high school, the sheer thought of a relationship with a girl was terrifying to me. 
And I realized I managed, in spite of all those, I figured a way to create a circle of friends, a sense of belonging, by projecting all of my insecurities and being able to identify those in other people. And then calling those out in a funny way, which obviously was harmful to those people. But I, you know, whether it was consciously or unconsciously, no excuses, I could do it and get people to circle around me, ignore me, because I was calling out other people's things. You know, I could hold sway in the cafeteria, in the school bus, you know, later on as a successful athlete. That's a whole nother level of getting away from my own insecurities through purely accomplishment and didn't mask anything. Um, In the team room, on the planes with teammates at parties in college. I could spot my own flaws or things I worried about in others and immediately find a way to deflect away from me by saying, ha ha, look at them and creating a circle around me. You know, I think my first level of building or creating companionship um, wasn't even the laughter of other people like, hey, we think the same things are funny. My first toolkit in joining was spotting out flaws in others. You know, I don't don't like that, that that was what I did. You know, that was what I was good at. I say this all now, especially in this space, you know, flawed and uncut on a podcast, because even as adult, you know, I'm trying to be more aware of the how and the what of the circles I run in. You know, my family, my friends, my coaching staff, colleagues, what is it that I'm joining or or grouping around? And sometimes, unfortunately, you know, I'm still finding circles of laughter at others' expenses. Um, And listen, I know humor and laughter are needed. The world we live in, we need levity in our lives and that a good laugh sometimes is really the best medicine. But I wonder, is there a better way to accomplish that? You know, uh, how, ho- how often do we qualify things we join up around? Listen, I'm no angel. And then we, ex- we dive into somebody else's flaws or, hey, I'm not perfect. I know. But then that qualifier excuses me to launch into making fun of somebody else and people laugh. Um, as a parent, as a coach. What am I teaching or showing as glue material? Like, how do I stick with others and and find community, which I know is vital? What am I modeling for kids or the 15 to 20 young men who trust me to lead them each season? Is it merely, hey, let's laugh together at their flaws, their expense, their failure? Or am I able to find something deeper to connect them? And I'm looking. I need to look better. Uh, I'm not there yet. You know, I'm still exceptionally flawed. Um, but flawed and uncut, this segment is about this idea, the idea that I know I'm not perfect and hopefully in expressing that with honesty, I'm opening myself to the idea of being better and help having others help join me on that quest and the joining that we're looking for that's not from a negative connotation is in striving to be better. Cross the string. Content reminder. The opinions expressed on today's episode are those of the hosts and guests alone and should not be viewed as reflective of the opinions of the institutions or employers of the hosts and guests.